Coming up, Cousin Sal and I are going to talk about a wild and wacky week 13 that includes the question, are the Browns a Super Bowl contender? What? That's next. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time, that's usually about Five o'clock, 5.30, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, where we launched a bunch of new podcasts recently, including Recipe Club and Gamblers and the Ringer Music Show. We also spun off the mismatch from the Ringer NBA show onto its own feed, hosted by Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon. We also are up to some stuff on the TV concierge feed, which is a exclusive on Spotify. We do some recaps of different TV episodes. I was on there last week talking about that Hulu movie, Happiest Holiday. I'm going to be on there again this week talking about another TV show that I like. But if you like little 20-minute recaps of shows you probably watched, check that out. Also, I have an announcement about uh, something that's going to happen on the Ringer Dish feed starting Wednesday night that's going to involve me and Dave Jacoby and the fifth American professional sport. Yeah, you can probably guess what that is, but you should subscribe to the Ringer Dish feed if you like the challenge. That's, That's my hint for you. Coming up, the cousin and I are going to talk about week 13 before we do that. So I screwed up my recording again. This was a new one. I so how we do this when we record uh, from home, we have the we have we use these Zoom machines, and you have to basically plug in. You have to plug the cord from the mic into the right side. There's four different outlets into the actual Zoom mic. Um, you have to make sure the levels are right. You have to make sure you actually recorded. You have to make sure the card isn't full. There's like six things you have to make sure of, and it's really not hard. I mean, especially like if you have an IQ over like 75, not hard at all, but I do a lot of podcasts and over and over again, somehow I screw up and I have screwed up every conceivable way over these last nine months of the pandemic, including one time where there was no cord plugged into my microphone. And I did an entire podcast with a microphone that wasn't plugged into anything. So that was probably my best one. This one was really good tonight. Did the entire podcast with Sal, which you're about to hear. The cord going from my microphone to the Zoom machine was plugged into the number two outlet when it should have been plugged into the number one outlet. So tape the whole thing, no audio. So what you're going to hear is my voice 
but it's the Zoom recording and the audio just isn't as good. I apologize. I'm offering you a full refund for this podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm a moron. Don't ever forget that. I'm sorry the audio isn't that great. The podcast is really fun. I wish it had better audio on my side. At least Sal's audio is good. It's all coming up next. First, Pearl Jam. All right, Cousin Sal is here. We're taking this at 8.30 Sunday night. He just survived uh, a harrowing Kansas State. I don't know how many bets you had the Woo! Chiefs in, but you survived all of them. Congrats. Thank you. It was about thir- anywhere from 13 to 15 starting last Monday night. So thank God. Oh, my God. I survived the fixed game. Yeah, I mean, when you have 17 settled for field goal drives when yeah. they have the best quarterback uh, probably ever. Uh, we're not going to start with that, though. We're going to start with the Browns. So the Browns beat the living hell out of the Titans today. Yeah, they did. You know, weird way, this was like a playoff game where it was like the nobody believes in us game where the Browns, everybody was just like, eh, eight, three, whatever, they, their schedule, eh, eh. There's a lot of eh with them, including for me. I love Tennessee. I had uh, – that was the only game I lost a million-dollar pick, so I teased Tennessee down to plus four because I was just like, yeah, they're going to run the ball in the Browns. But what I saw from the Browns today – looked like a legitimate playoff team. And we're now at the point of the season where in December, when you start playing like that against good teams, I have to take you seriously. Cousin Sal, do we have to take the Browns seriously? I think we have. And I think if I have to apologize to one team, it's the Browns. I was just what you described. I was like, ah, they're winning these cold weather, rainy garbage games. It's tied against crap teams like Jacksonville and Cincinnati and then Chubb busts a, a long run in the fourth quarter and they end up winning by three or six or something and Baker's not proving himself. My God, they came out. Maybe they are last year's, maybe they're this year's Titans. Like the Titans ran the ball hard, upset mm. some teams in the playoffs. Maybe, maybe that's what we're looking at here. But Baker, don't forget, without Odell Beckham, who they interviewed after the game, he's like, oh, I'm so happy for my teammates. No, he's not. Oh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't say anything like that. No, I didn't hear anything like that. I imagine that's all made up. But uh, yeah, they're uh, they're a scary team. And that's probably could be a rematch. Could be a first round rematch, right? For four versus five. Looks like it's going to be the best wild card team. They're very similar teams where, you know, heavy run game, good, good at play action. And you like them a lot more when you're up seven or up 10 when you've gambled on them. And you like them a lot less. When you're down, both of those teams are like, oh man, I'm down 10. Could probably write this one up. I think two things really impressed me today. First, I thought Baker was great. I really did. I thought we, we've joked about him being like Case Keenum 2.0 or mm-hmm. Colt McCoy 2.0, whatever, but he hit some open dudes today that throws that he had to make. And then uh, Miles Garrett, a couple times in that game, was just like, I'm making something happen. And then would make something happen. Even in the plays where he did, and he almost dragged Tannehill down. Like he was right. uh, he was all, he was over, all the over the place. Obviously, a difference uh, when he's in there. And Baker, I think, yeah, like you said, down 10, maybe I don't count on him designing something to Donovan Peoples Jones or who's the other right. one, Rashard Higgins or whoever's left there. But uh, yeah, when they're in a tight game, they seem to be as tough as anyone in the AFC, which we could talk about later, but the AFC bigs didn't look that great today. But No, and I want to get into that. But the the Browns, probably their two best guys are Garrett and Chubb in that order. Sure. 
And they missed Garrett there for a couple games. They missed Chubb for a bunch of games. To be able to survive that and to be nine and three with a pretty favorable schedule the rest of the way. I was impressed. The game kind of swung, though. There was the Titans basically had third and one. They're down three nothing. First quarter, early. Um, They ran a crap third and one pass play, didn't get it. And then they kept everybody on the field for fourth and one. And the Browns stuffed Henry. Right. Huge play, momentum swing. And it was like for anybody who had Tennessee in this game, like, uh uh-oh, that's not good. Browns go down and score. Tennessee gets the ball back. Henry fumble. Mm-hmm. And in like 10 minutes, it felt like the game was over. It was 17 nothing. I was like, that's it. I don't think they can come back from this. They made a valiant effort to at least try to save You're a couple You're taking Vrabel out of the game there, right? With all those turnovers. You're like, oh, they're not going to win the coaching matchup now if they're going to get stuffed on fourth and one. Kind of really yeah. just takes the air out of anything, uh, any game plan they had going forward. Very big win. Very big uh, statement win, I think, for the Browns. Well, I think for a million-dollar picks going forward on Thursdays, I'm going to have a nobody believes in this game because I do think it was the Browns. The Browns, for an 8-3 and three team, there was a lot of disrespect. Even the line started at 6.5, and, a half and right. by game time today, drifted down to 4. So I think there were people banging them, but I still think the consensus was like Tennessee's a better version of Cleveland. Yeah. So Brett, if we're talking about the 2.0 Browns, starting back in 1999 and you and I have known each other since 2001 and right around we've been doing this podcast since 07 and the Browns have been terrible basically the entire you time. You claim they made the playoffs and we watched it one year. We and did. I was working for Kimmel show, Derek Anderson. That was the I only can't time. I believe that. That was yeah. a playoff game like on a weekend. That was the only time they got to 10 and six. Uh-huh. So the Browns right now at nine and three, the 2.0 uh, post Baltimore, the leaving the right. team version. This, they're one win away from tying their record over the last 21 years. Wow. Their record until this season as the New Browns was 93 and 343. <laughs> and this year they're 9 and 3. Uh, Stefanski is their 12th coach since 1999. Obviously, the best one they've had by far. I, I kind of think he might be coach of the year. If he can pull off 12 and 4 with this Browns team, losing Beckham in the first month of the season, basically. Also, like figuring out how to make Baker kind of a semi-asset when I don't think either of us think he's very good. I think he's got to be in the mix, right? Well, I'll tell you, going into today, and this will obviously change after today, I pulled the odds off of Fandle. Tomlin, minus 105. Minus 105. Uh, Flores, 4-1 to odds for the Dolphins. Stefanski, 6-1. to There you go. That'll go lower. Peyton, plus 950. And Vrabel, 13-1. to Those were the top five in there. So Tomlin, if they go 15 and 1, 16 and 0, he's got to win it. Probably. I yeah. think Stefanski should be the second pick right now. I think I think the Browns versus the Dolphins. I think what he's done with the Browns. And you know, we I mean, how many years in a row did the Browns coaches were just comedy fodder for us every Sunday night? Hugh Jackson, Freddie Kitchens, what, yeah. what was that guy? Chudzinski. Oh, Chud. Uh, Romeo yeah. Cornell going. I mean, every year we got to make fun of the Browns coach. And now yeah. He's mastered this play action thing. And when they can run for five yards a pop, it's really hard to stop because then you start selling out for the run. And then all of a sudden Baker's scrambling out and these guys are wide open. Mm-hmm. I, I just think they're they're a very well-polished team. And they beat the Titans at their own game. Like you said, the play action. You can only really do it when you have a top five running back, right? And Chubb or Derrick Henry. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it seems like uh, they're going to be they're going to be a tough out for sure in that four or five, and then even the second round. 
Yeah. I apologize to them. I really thought they were full of crap. I thought they were. I'm full annoyed of crap by the too. Titans because I jumped off them because I thought their defense stunk. Yeah. And then they had a couple of nice wins. And it's like, all right, I guess I have to take you guys seriously. They beat yeah. Baltimore in OT. They beat Indy. And then uh, and then they shit the bed. And their defense was horrible in this game. And, really and bad. We knew their second penalties was bad. too. But yeah, we didn't think they were four passing touchdowns in the first half bad, but we knew their secondary was suspect. Um, There's a I, chance that all of these teams are kind of the same level of on one day I can look really good and the next day I can look like complete shit because I think Miami's in there too. Right. Indy's obviously in, in there. And I would have said Cleveland, but Cleveland is finding a way to win these games. Yeah, and they have a good one uh, home against Baltimore. I guess we'll learn more about it next Monday night. So um, Yeah, let's go through that. So they got home Baltimore at Giants. A surprisingly, like, at Giants doesn't seem like a layup anymore. No. At the Jets. That's and a then home for Pittsburgh. <laughs> and Pittsburgh may have zero to play for that week. So there is a chance they could go 12-4 and four here. There is a chance, yeah. I There's think a chance. At least, what do they have now? They have... Uh, nine, they're nine and three. Nine wins, yeah. Okay, um, so they'll go eleven and five easily. Yeah. You mentioned the four-five matchup. Mm-hmm. So I think right now it looks like Cleveland's going to get the the top wild card. They're nine and three. Colts are eight and four. Miami's eight and four. Then it drops down to Vegas at seven and five. Mm-hmm. So odds are there. Indianapolis has a. They have at Vegas, home Houston, at Pittsburgh, home Jacksonville. I don't think they can leapfrog. Cleveland and more and Miami's got an even tougher schedule. Chiefs, Pats, Vegas, Buffalo. Right. So if Cleveland gets this top wild card, then they're looking at either Buffalo or Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody else wins those divisions. So the bu- Buffalo slash Miami, Tennessee slash Indy. We mm-hmm. saw the Tennessee game today. I think they could definitely beat Indy. Buffalo, who knows? But I, I do feel like there is I feel like all five of those teams in whatever order are pretty close, right? They're good. I feel bad for your team. They can't catch up. They can't, right? They win. No. Could, couldn't, be, no, but I mean, they're stuck at two games behind all these teams, right? Yeah. Even at six and six, but uh, yeah, Titans, Dolphins, Colts. I don't think any of those are going to lose three out of four. I was looking at the, their schedules and uh, the Raiders. Here's what needs to happen. That team. Yeah. So we need, need Baltimore to, to exit stage right which is going to be hard because they have the easiest schedule of anyone rest of the way. Dallas at Cleveland, Jacksonville, Giants at Cincy. Mm-hmm. Kind of need your team to upend them this week. No chance. You know, no chance? Okay. Um, so need Cleveland to beat them so they, they would have six losses. Mm-hmm. Vegas is turning out to be fraudulent, and it's hard to imagine them, I think, getting to higher than 10 wins and whether they can even get to 10 wins. They have Indy, Chargers, Miami, three in a row at home, and then at Denver. So isn't it weird to, the team that like, well, we saw the Chiefs struggle tonight, but the team that has the Chiefs numbers either could beat them or has a game plan to get them, you know, with three minutes left, uh, a very close game is, is probably not going to snip the playoffs in the Raiders. Right. Strange. Well, the Pats, if they can pull off this Rams win, then That's they have it. Miami, Buffalo and the Jets the rest of the way. And mm-hmm. um, I think they I think it's amazing, but it, there is a chance they could get to 10 and six. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, a award winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. 
The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others, real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60-day money-back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S. Simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. You mentioned that Denver team. Just quickly talk about that Chiefs game. Denver's a team that we haven't for they've had bad luck with injuries and people missing this game, that game. Mm. I kind of like their foundation. I don't know if I'm sold on lock, but I think uh, I think that Patrick kid is is really really good. And I, yeah. I actually like him more than Judy. And then uh, who's the other guy? Hamler. Hamler. Yeah. Yeah, he's frisky too. Fancy yeah, good like tight a, end. A three yard pass and can, can uh, duck three tackles for a first down. They have like athletic receivers all of a sudden, not gigantic guys like they no. used to have, but yeah, like uh, guys who will zigzag and uh, and get your first down. You know me with Denver. I pick them every year preseason. I, I have to stay away from them and Atlanta the rest of the year. As soon as I'm on them, they'll they'll uh, they'll get shut out. There is a world where if you played this season 30 times, there is a world where in one of those 30 times, Denver goes like 12 and four, gets good yeah. injury luck, wins a couple games. They don't have all of their quarterbacks on the COVID list for <laughs> the same week, stuff like that. So the the division that's just tortured me is the AFC South. Tennessee and Indianapolis, I feel like I've been on the wrong end trying to figure out. And really, it's just it's a zigzag division. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, oh, th- now I now I think this is I now think the other thing. Oh, I love Indy this week. No, go the other way. And I guess that's just the way it's going to be the rest of the way. We do guess the lines. I should have looked back, but I have a feeling you beat me on every Colts game this year. What is this going to be? The 14th <laughs> week? Yeah. I mean, I feel like every week they're on the road against a team that's just as good as them. And they still like, nope, Colts on the road favored by three and a half. Like, what? How did that happen? And uh Again, they got lucky today, right? They uh, Deshaun yeah. Watson fumbled snap. Otherwise, Houston's going in there. And then that loss, that Tennessee loss, wouldn't have meant as much. Um, but now they're both eight and four. There was a moment near the end of the early games when it looked like the Pats really might get lucky with Indianapolis and Vegas both losing. Yeah. And I started to get this Pats team that I bet against a couple times this year that I really kind of had given up on. I actually wagered on them this week, which I I'm was. I'm proud of you. I really about. am. Yeah. You usually, I, I, you haven't I, done that in a while. Good yeah, amount too, probably. Yeah. They've uh, they've sucked me back in. Those so anyway, seven games, those early seven games, five of them came right down to like the last drive, and like even uh, I know this is dumb, but Tennessee onside kicked it to recover against Cleveland. Right. You can count that. That would be six out of the seven. Um, Chicago blew it. You know, Houston blew it. Uh, Miami was the only one not in jeopardy. Minnesota, Jacksonville, we'll talk about. Vegas, Jersey, uh, Jets, we'll talk about. Really, really good batch. On the AFC, what what team is stopping us from Pittsburgh versus Kansas City in round three? Uh, I'm not going to say. I'm, I've been against Cleveland, and I'm not going to now jump on board saying they're going to beat everyone. Who I don't think it's them either. Who is going to stop them? Okay, let me look at this. It's tough because all of those teams are right around the same. Yeah, I don't want to say Phillip Rivers. Maybe if someone emerges from that AFC South that you hate, if it's Tennessee or Indianapolis, I still maintain it's very hard to tackle Derrick Henry in the open field in uh, in early January. 
Well, let's go backwards. Process of elimination. Who can ruin a Pittsburgh, Kansas City thing? My team, my quarterback, literally, as much as I can't believe my team is six and six and I'm so proud of them, my quarterback literally can't complete a pass of more than like five (laughs) yards. He he throws. Hanks was saying he's the first one that it looks like he's spiking the ball, but it's to a guy who's 10 yards down the field. (laughs) And it's like, wow, how did you spike a 10 yard pass? I don't think they can do it. Baltimore is the year from hell. I don't see that one either. I think they've had too many injuries on both sides of the ball. Vegas, fraudulent. They're not. They're not making round three. Mm-hmm. Miami. Now, now I'm kind of getting warmer, but I, it feels like they're a year away to me, and I, I don't trust Tua. Yeah, I think we Tua want, could win two straight rounds. Everybody wants them to be good, but you're not going to trust them to go on the road. Right, two rounds on the road to win yeah. games. I don't see it. Yeah. Indianapolis. That's another one. I don't see I don't see them winning two straight. Maybe. Their defense is solid. I mean, if they put together like something like so last year at this time, the question was who gets in the way of the Chiefs Ravens, right? Yep. I don't know if we would have said Tennessee at this point, 13 weeks in the year. Well, so that that was that leads us to Cleveland, Tennessee, Buffalo. Uh Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo, I would say, is the safest bet. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, the the Baker in January, I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I still feel like Tennessee is probably the monkey wrench team. Well, so who's the best quarterback out of those guys? Let's start there. Let's start. Is well, it, which quarterback do you trust the most? Right, that's what I'm saying. Or, so or, Baker, or which quarterback do you not trust the least? Um, Baker, Rivers, Tannehill. Uh, I uh, I probably trust Tannehill like slightly, yeah, slightly the most. I don't even like Tannehill. <laughs> I trust Deshaun Watson. He's not going to get there, though. Here's the thing with Buffalo. We're going to know tomorrow night. I picked the Niners, a million-dollar picks. I put. I already have a wager on the Niners. I think the Niners are going to win tomorrow night. Buffalo can beat them. They'll be 9-3. and Then they have Pittsburgh at Denver at New England, Miami, the rest of the way. There's a scenario where Buffalo, I could see them finishing 10-6. and Mm-hmm. I could see them finishing 12 and four. I don't really know that that that's the mystery team to me. You agree or no? I think you're on the right side of the San Francisco pick tomorrow or Arizona, wherever they're playing. They're in Arizona, yeah. right? The Arizona yeah. Niners. I think they're looking ahead to the Steelers game because this mm. is the one everybody wants to be the team to beat the Steelers. And I think they, they probably can. Uh, it'll be a clue. Well, we'll go over the spread in a minute, but, um, yeah, I, I that that's that's a potential nobody believes in us team, even though they may have mm. the division and a, and a three seed. Last question: Odell Beckham Ewing theory? <laughs> We're getting close. He's got to qualify, right? <laughs> yeah, you know he's been in the league seven years. He's zero and one in the playoffs. Is it really? Yeah, it's been seven. This is his seventh year in football. So he's like 28, 29. He's like right around there. Something like that. He's like almost thirty years old. All right. Wow. Now, yeah, it's a bummer. They're going to play the Giants, and that's going to be a fun game, and he's not going to be involved in like two weeks. Yeah, you're right. All right, now it's time for the State Farm Surprisingly Great segment of the week, getting car and home insurance from State Farm at a surprisingly great rate. That's like the surprisingly great Giants defense. State oh, Farm yeah. agents provide personal service so you can customize your insurance to fit your needs, like a GM putting together their very own roster. You need a team that supports you. State Farm's got a great one. In addition to agents... The award-winning mobile app helps manage coverage, pay bills, file claims, and more with a great price and even greater service. State Farm goes from strength to strength. Choose insurance that always brings its day game. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Our surprisingly great player from last week was 
the entire Giants defense. When the fuck did this happen? It's not like they've been drafting, you know, high first rounders for the last eight years. Some of these guys are cast offs from other teams. Well, Blake Martinez is good. Yeah, you got Bradbury. You got they signed Sheard. him from somebody else. Yeah, the Packers. They got yeah, they got Jabril Peppers. Obviously, yeah, I know the guys that you didn't wouldn't think that they'd want to keep like the Browns. Uh, uh, Leonard Williams be happy with uh, giving these guys away. But my God, they play they play tough for Joe Judge, don't they? Every week, this defense plays tough. And I'm in a weird spot because I'm a Cowboys fan. And when an NFC East team beats anybody outside the division, I'm like, aha, I told you, we're a force to be reckoned with the NFC East. I'm like, <laughs> like, what am I doing? I hate the Giants. I absolutely <laughs> hate the Giants more than anybody. And yet this was an exciting win for the division. I hate them just as much. I sure. hate them passionately. I do have some Giant fan friends in my life. And I emailed one of them and said, because I actually had the game on and was watching it, but I'm just like, I, I'm just mystified by it. I'm like, what the fuck is happening with this team? Yeah. This is now, they've been pretty good to good now for two months. And he was like, he just texted me back. We have a real coach and a real D. And then he's like, we might have five pro bowlers on D. Mm -hmm. Like, whoa, Peppers, Bradbury, Martinez, Williams, and Logan Ryan. He was like, those five guys have been lights out. The Seattle thing, like that, that wasn't like Seattle just like, oh man, they didn't see the Giants coming. They shit the mm. bed. Like they beat Seattle in that game. That was a win. How does that Seattle was not a Seahawks up? fuck up game? They blew a five nothing lead. How does that happen? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Sometimes I think Russell Hustle and Bustle is trying to get down 12 with seven minutes left just so he could throw some flair in there and be, he could be our state farm. Um, uh, what uh, the hell just happened of the week? Uh, pick I, I don't know what he did um but there was too much too far behind like you're not gonna they're not gonna give you the dk metcalf 45 yard bomb every single time and he was too far man they put him on his ass that was something else yeah they i mean gallman and colt mccoy went in there and beat them up gallman had 135 yard the giants had 190 rushing and this is when we were praising seattle's defense like oh they got jamal adams back they got carlos dunlop what happened? Seahawks fans are getting mad at me. So yeah. I'm going to tread lightly because Seahawks, Seahawks Twitter, the Seahawks internet, they're fucking crazy. <laughs> Good start. Um, the home field advantage thing with them, it uh, feels like they've been hurt the most. And I do wonder, you look back at the last decade, whenever they built that stadium, the last 12 years or whatever, mm -hmm. maybe that stadium has been worth like three wins a year for them. Because... Wow. When you like put it this way, if if non-pandemic, Colt McCoy's not going into that stadium with the fans and beating them there. He's just not. It's not happening. I'm with you. Should they call it something? Could they call it the thirteenth man? How many men are left? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we can't use twelfth, right? So that's already the, the pandemic's the thirteenth man. But yeah, I for whatever reason, they've been the team that I think has felt the biggest weight of not having fans. Cause you would have guessed like the, I think the chiefs, I think the saints would have been one. There's probably mm -hmm. like five or six teams total. Seattle's uh, number one, most effective. I think Seattle's by far number one, because I, I do think that was a legitimate advantage that they had with the noise. And well, uh, they are five and one though at home. Yeah. But that game, the game they lost today, I don't I feel like they would have lost that game normally. Yeah. Plus probably. That, remember the Pats game, the Pats almost beat them that second. I bet they yeah, should have beaten true. them. They had that, they had it right down to the end. I don't know. The uh, it's just a weird one, and the NFC West has had so many twists and turns. Seattle's eight and four. 
The Rams are now eight and four, and Arizona dropped to six and six, and is actually below the cutoff line right now. Yeah, Arizona's but, behind Minnesota, but Minnesota has a tougher schedule, so it's it's going to be close. But I think the Rams. We, I think we said it last week, and I, Rams are my favorite pick this week mine uh, over Arizona, and they're just the most complete team when Goff isn't as bad as he was last year against the 49ers. But it's a funny thing, like talk about zigzag players. Goff will have a bad week. And then Wednesday, it'll come out in the news like uh, Sean McVay is upset with Jared Goff and he let him know it. And like they have that relationship where you can tell him that he's like, OK, great. And so then Goff steps up. And what did he throw for uh, what, 351 today? 37 for 47. So right. That, that's crazy. You I mean, know, what's John, funny. The, the yeah. first half hour of that game, it looked like it was going to be the Jared Goff shit special. Yeah, they were down seven that- nothing. And he had yeah. that look, and he looked he looked a little frazzled. And I was like, oh, my God, because I, I had bet on the Rams this week. Right, but they actually beat Arizona better than they – I mean, Jonathan Joseph went out. So Woods, Cop, and uh, – what was it? Everett went – just the three of them had almost 200 yards. But uh, Well, the biggest I reason I bet on the Rams was I, I watched Murray in that Pats game last week, and I didn't think he was healthy, and I didn't think he looked healthy in this When game are they going to say anything? Because we all feel that way. Like, his shoulder is yeah. messed up. He's rushing. What did he have, 15 yards rushing? Like, if he's going to rush for 15 yards – and New Hopkins isn't going to go seven for 153. What did he have? He had like, you know, Hopkins will go for, he had 52 yards and he'll get, get a pass interference call. And that that's the end of the day for him. Um, they're in trouble. I mean, they're not much better than last year's Arizona at this point. They needed to at least split those last two games. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hopkins had a zero in like midway through the third quarter of fantasy points. Yeah. So I had him on my team back to the giants for a second. Um, I mentioned this last week. I fucking hate the Giants fans. You know who you are. I know what you're doing. I know all the text threads you're on where you're you're now singularly focused on round one. <laughs> you can't wait. You can't wait to get in there as the four seed hosting whoever it's going to be. It's either going to be Tampa or the Rams. Either way, you get a, you get an ancient well, Brady. It could be Seattle. We could have two uh, rematches of today's matches. Tennessee, Cleveland could be first round. Seattle um, Giants, but this time Giants home. Every team they could play in round one is a team that their defense can fuck with if it's healthy. Yeah, it's that round one game, right? Like if they play Seattle, we saw what happened today. If they play the Rams, we've seen what the right defense can do against Goff. If they play Tampa, mm-hmm. not only do we know that they can give Brady trouble, but then there's all this, the double Super Bowl residue and all those Giants fans like, we own Brady, we right. own Brady. And then that, then I would feel like I lost if they beat Tampa again. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we still own Brady. I'm like, he's not on my team anymore. Oh, get ready for that. You're going to have to do oh a lot of that. But three weeks ago, we probably would have said the NFC East winner is going to get 10 points at home in round one. What do you think that line is? You you, you named all their potential opponents. You got to figure Danny Jones is back by then. Is it like five or six now? At most, is Danny Jones getting his job back. Uh, well, Colt McCoy threw for he, he didn't have anything. He had 105 <laughs> yards passing. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I, one of the Giants fans listening, like, "What? Well, fuck you! He's getting his job back." By the way, there are people who think Colt McCoy was great today, and people think that uh, Jalen Hurts was great today. And just just watch the game yeah, or look at down. the box score, and you'll you'll see that it's not the case. Jalen Hurts was great today because he wasn't Carson Wentz. Yeah, the right. Giants were uh, are five and seven now. They have Zona and mm-hmm. Cleveland at home next two weeks. It's it, not an unrealistic. They could be seven and seven. 
Well, and six, my, let, let's say six and eight, and then they have the terrible Cowboys the last year. Who do they have the, the week before that? So at Baltimore, week 16, oh, which would be a must win for Baltimore. Right. And Dallas. So seven and nine is realistic. Yeah. See, it's a good I'll division. Tell you this, I'll tell you this much. And I know we'll get to the line later. I don't like unhealthy Kyler Murray against that Giants defense. No, I don't like that against any. They're really – that's a, like a weirdly physical team. I. It's been one of those things where they've been on. I haven't – there would be weeks I didn't watch them at all, but you see in red zone and be right. like, oh, fourth down and one stop by the Giants. You'd be like, what's going on with that team? They've won um, five in a row. They were 0-5, right? Wait. Yeah. They're, they're seven – yeah. Yeah, five in a row. They play hard oh. for that guy, man. They really do. Yeah, and that guy was a malign coach, Joe Judge. Mm-hmm. And everybody, including me, made jokes like, my God, they didn't even like hire the Patriots coach people thought you should have hired, you know? Right. And and, uh, and they did it. So that, that was one exciting thing that happened with New York football. The other one was the Jets tank of Palooza. <laughs> we think this was as much of a tank as you can possibly do without actually paying your players to lose the game. Yeah. And they kind of took it out of the players' hands, right? Like Greg Williams, I'm not, and I'm not one of those people that's going to say Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator, for doing a jailbreak, all-out blitz, leaving your corners one-on-one with speedsters like Henry Ruggs. I'm not saying he bet on the game, but I am saying he's part of a multi-million-dollar um, eliminator pool where he had the Raiders and just <laughs> keeps picking against the Jets. That's what I'm saying. Can we trust Greg Williams? If no coach is going to do that, but if anyone is, it'll be him, right? I, I've never seen anything like it <laughs> because the play before they give up the touchdown to Rugs, Aguilar's open and Carr overthrows him. Yeah, and you're watching it going. They're at midfield. How do they have wide receivers? Why? Why aren't they in a prevent? They're up four. Right. What, what are they? What are they trying to take away the middle of the field? What are they doing? So they do that. And it, it was definitely one of those, hmm, that was suspicious. And a couple of penalties to keep the drives going. Yeah, but that last play, so, and and ESPN Stats and Info tweeted about this. They said there were 252 pass plays meeting the criteria in the last 15 seasons of this. Final 15 seconds, down 48 points, 40-plus uh, yards to the end zone. And the Jets were the first defense in this situation to send six plus pass rushers. Yeah. In that specific moment, if you watch it, Ruggs, who I think is the fastest guy in the league other than Tyreek Hill, he's on the left side by himself mm-hmm. against one cornerback. There's no safety behind him. All he does is do a stutter step, turns the guy around, and he's wide open for a touchdown. They yep. needed a touchdown. It, it was like, yeah, it, there's no way they didn't at least rig this a little bit. Well, why is the corner biting on the underneath route, knowing that right. six guys are blitzing and he's not going to have no help? Let him catch a 20-yard pass there. Who cares? Oh, there was so much wrong with that. And yet, it was all right. <laughs> it really think, was. So, Greg Williams was really being paid to tank. He, so, he's telling the cornerback, don't let him don't let him go underneath on you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want if that. If he cuts across the middle, you got to take that away. Because like, then they're going to they'll have to try seven laterals, and then who knows what happens then. Yeah, that was uh, that was really, really bad for Jets fans. I feel bad. That's, that's, as, that's as close to a win as they're going to get. They're not going to get that, right? They're going 0-16. Well, we had the bet from before the year, the Jaguars have the worst record in the league. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment there when it seemed like the Jags were going to lose and the Jets were going to win and we were going to be in on that bet. And the right. Jets fans are going nuts. Darnold's doing everything he can 
to simultaneously win and lose the game. How many turnovers did he have? At least three? He needs out. Yeah. Uh, no, well, he had two touchdowns and one interception, right? Did he fumble? He had once? a fumble. He did a yeah. fumble. Yeah. He had at least two turnovers. Yeah. So the other fun thing about that one, so everybody and their brother had the Raiders and the Vikings and either a 10-point tease mm-hmm. or a parlay with a third team. I have decided not to do anchor bets anymore. Normally, I would have had that with everything. Oh, I just did it with uh, I just did it with the Packers today, right. um, but the, that was the second time like a last ten seconds of the game hail mary type thing has swung crazy bets because we had a Kyler Murray and Hopkins. What was that four weeks ago? Yeah, so we've had two borderline miracles in the last right. ten seconds to swing a whole bunch of money. This one was even bigger because everybody had the Raiders in a teaser parlay. Of course. And I feel bad because you had the Raiders were up 10, right? Early in the fourth. So yeah, they just kind of blew it. I don't know what it is with that team. Like you would think Gruden would step up. Then they lose like 34 to three to him last year. Dick, just put this damn team away. I know they didn't have uh, Jacobs in there, but, uh, and Waller had like 200 yards. That was the entire team right there until the last play. Yeah. But, Jacobs was the one that jumped out to me, but how different of a team they are when they don't have him. Cause he's really good. I, I think he's one of the best six sure. or seven running backs that maybe, maybe not as good as Damian Harris, but like, a oh, notch wow. below. I fucking love Damian Harris. <laughs> well, check finally made a couple good. What draft are you going to do? You're going to, oh, that's what I love about you. I, I wish people were on the text chain with you. Any player that was drafted in the first three rounds, that is a wide receiver or a tight end. You're like, Oh, Cole commit. That is Coach Belichick, another guy he didn't draft. Like, guy's got freaking nine catches all year. And then who's your guy today? I mean, you got him. He was a good draft pick, right? We had Gunner? a couple. Gunner. Yeah, I don't even know if Gunner was drafted. Gunner, Gunner, Gunner finally had a good game. The, the guy who was really good today was Uche. He was at linebacker oh, right. in the yeah, second yeah. round. He was good, and Duggar's been good. And, uh, and Harris was from last year's draft. And I swear to God, like, I bet on the, the – over under for him for rushing was like 62 yards. Yeah, he over. had it in the first half. And then They've they, him. He, he would have had 180 yards in that game, but they took, they basically took him out in the second half because they need him for the Rams on Thursday night. I swear to God, Harris, Harris is like as good as Dalvin cook. I'm not kidding. Go look at the, oh, come on. Metrics I'm Stop telling it. you, Harris is, Harris is one of the best running backs in the don't league. Be crazy. You know me, I, I will neg the pats. If, if I'll go the other way, right. I'm telling you, Harris is the best running back we've had since Curtis Martin. Well, I, I was on multiple text threads today about this. He's the best running back we've had in 25 years. He must be because for some reason, you know, you'll have even Sony Michelle have a breakout game a couple of years ago, and then Belichick will never play him again. So right. for some reason, he's sticking with Harris. And, uh, well, like you said, your guy Cam can't do it all. He can't th- do it through the air, that's for sure. Can't, 69, can't get through, throw 69, the ball, what do you have, 69 yards passing? Is that a it's, real number? Yeah, it's pretty grim. He had 69 yards passing. Colt McCoy had 105 yards passing, and and those two teams won. Pro Football Focus before this game had some stat about some advanced metric about guys exceeding the amount of yards they should have had at the running back position, like for the carry situations. And the top three far and away were Harris and Henry and Cook. Those were our top three running backs. What does that mean? What the hell does that mean? Exceeding the expectations that they should have had? where it's breaking tackles yards beyond expected contact. Like, you know, they have all that stuff. I'm telling you, Harris is unbelievable. And then I was doing Wikipedia research on him today and he was like, he was the number one. How long did that take? 
eight seconds? Oh, no, it was a long page. Wikipedia? There. Yeah. <laughs> he was the number one high school running back. And really? obviously, Alabama's top recruit. He had 122 touchdowns yeah. in high school. And then in college, he had a good college career, but he was splitting time with people right. and, you know, classic Alabama fashion. But they Yeah, these are good. Oil. It pays to be good in high school and college. And then you'll get, like, scouts to look at you, and you'll eventually be on a pro team. All right. You're just jealous. <laughs> you you Talking Zeke about Elliott. It. Zeke yeah, Elliott's I, headed to the XFL. You're I, jealous I, of Harris. Tony Pollard. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Tony Pollard. He's exceeded uh, nobody's expectations. What do they say about uh, Zeke on the PFF? Good Lord. Zeke has exceeded zero expectations. Damn it. Uh, the Jets, it looks like they uh, – that play, if they get Trevor Lawrence, that will be the play, right? Letting Ruggs yeah. get by that dude, that will be the play. They remember if Trevor Lawrence is winning Super Bowls 10 years from now. It's funny how that works. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's look at this real quick because we don't really um, – uh, at Seahawks, That's uh, that's got to be a thrashing after the Seahawks loss, right? At the Rams. You're talking about the Jets? Yeah. The Jets have been like quietly half decent for a couple weeks in a row here. No, at least they've they, been in games. Can they win these games? They can't win those two games I just told you about, right? At Seattle, at the Rams, home no, against they're not Cleveland. Beating the Rams. Home against Cleveland and at New England. You better hope you're not the team out of it with nothing to gain and nothing to lose. Oh my God, that would be a crusher for you and uh, all Patriots fans. Don't lose let, to the Jets. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If we're out of the playoffs in week 17, does Belichick throw that Jets game? So that they don't get Trevor Lawrence? Like, is that the game? It's like Stidham. That's fun. Damon Harris has a fake calf injury. It's like, look, we got to see what we have in Sony Michelle and Nikhil Harry. Um, it has to be very obvious that he's throwing it. Otherwise, you're just the team that lost to the Jets. Stefan Gilmore has a pulled calf. Yeah, yeah, just going down the line. You just—I think we have to throw that game. We can't let the Trevor Lawrence be in our division. Wow, you can't be, be remembered as the guys that lost to the Jets, though. Oh, that's an interesting thing. I hope we get. Sure, to that we can. Point. That's a smart move. I hope we get to that point. That'll be. Um, all right, we got a couple more things. Let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game, and they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I understand that some things you just want to keep private. Maybe it's something you don't want anyone to know, or maybe you think it's something minor, so why bother? But if you keep everything bottled up, if you let those emotions sit there and fester, it could be really, really bad for you. Sometimes it depends on what kind of family you're from. Like my dad's family is one of those, they bottle everything up, bottle everything up, and then they all just get mad at each other. Listen, talking things through is more helpful than you think. If you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend some therapy. Think about the things you can get out of therapy. First of all, a sounding board. You can learn better coping skills. You can learn how to set some boundaries, maybe how to empower yourself a little better day to day. And if you want to give therapy a try, well, I have an answer. Better help. 
a convenient and flexible way since it's entirely online right now. It's easy to get started too. You can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Bill Simmons today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bill Simmons. All right, mention the Patriots. That was, I think, the most surprising score of the day, 45 to nothing against the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, complete domination. They killed them. And I will never forget for the rest of my life watching the line of that game flip four points toward the Chargers when the matchup was Anthony Lynn versus Bill Belichick. I just can't believe it. I can't believe there are people out there like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm fine, I'll lay it with two points. Anthony Lynn against Bill Belichick. What are you people doing? Guess I'm an what? idiot. You're talking to me. I'm one of those people. I didn't oh, you did it? You bet the Chargers? No, I just picked it in every pool. I'm like, oh, the Chargers, this will come down. But I think Belichick did Anthony Lynn a favor. He's like, look, buddy, I know you lose every game and terrible clock management or something in the last minute. I'm not, you know, I mean, not to worry about that. I'm going to beat the crap out of you so bad on special teams and defensive plays and your rookie of the year is not going to know what hit him. You won't yeah. even have to worry about a clock management decision at the end. And my God, did he ever 45, nothing. Their coaching Ooh. was atrocious. Like one of the things that was shocking, first of all, we can't really stop the run. So all you really have to do is pound the ball with a, against us and then do play action, and then we're in trouble because we just don't have the size That's why front. I thought, like, yeah, Austin yeah. Eckler averaged like 130 yards from scrimmage or something. I thought yeah. that'd be more better, uh, more of a game. No, he had three carries at halftime. No, I know. So <laughs> they're in shotgun, which is great for us. Then we can figure that out. But, I mean, the special teams, they had – Gunner had the touchdown. They had 10 men on the field. Mm-hmm. They missed a long field goal. They had a field goal blocked at halftime that they never should have tried. It was like a fifty, what was it, like a fifty-six yarder, actually. Yeah, and I can't even make a thirty-six yarder, right? And then that gets blocked. The, the I'm guessing Anthony Lynn will not have a job by the end of this week, right? He'll probably lose it Monday. I would think yeah, so. You yeah, can't we, bring him back. We, we were talking about if he survives the uh, the season or the day or the week. That team is what now? They're three and nine. They're not not Warren in this game, but they're in most games. Offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I, I don't know that he's lost the clubhouse, though, right? All these other guys lost the club. Dan Quinn lost the team. Uh, Patricia, my God, the, the vitriol we heard after he left. That was, was crazy. Unparalleled. And yeah. I don't know if it's the same case with Anthony Lynn, but he's just not up for the job, it doesn't seem. I hate to it's say too, it. I liked him on Hard Knocks and Inspirational. All I really stuff. like him, too. And as yeah. soon as he gets fired, Cliff Kingsbury probably becomes the worst coach in the league. He's right. waiting. He's getting fitted for the <laughs> jacket right now. Uh, Do they just make the Chargers doctor the coach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was another thing. This, their season started with their starting quarterback getting stabbed by their team doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was like, all right with that. Well, that game had one other outcome. I think mm-hmm. we all thought Herbert was the rookie of the year. and and. We were texting odds back and forth today. Jefferson was like eight to one. Yeah. Plus I can't, I know a lot of people have red zone. I don't know how closely they're watching 10 hours of football a day. I can't tell you how great Jefferson is. I know some people know who's watching, but that dude is always open. He's one of those dudes that's like, how is he open again? Why don't they have seven guys on him? He makes catches in traffic. He's faster Mm -hmm. than everybody. He is I think I have, he's uh, the gem of that class. Absolutely. And, you know, like they could have easily lost that deal with Stefan Diggs going to the mm. Bills, right? But I think they won it. And, you know, he still does rookie things. I think he, like, false started today in a big spot. And he had a, pa- a push-off on pass interference. He just has to learn yeah, how to get, 
get away with it. But over a thousand yards already through week thirteen, he's going to be he's going to have some great great rookie numbers. And uh, yeah, it's a delight to watch out there. A lot of fun. So if you're a Bills fan, do you still love that trade? Uh. Well, I think so. it depends what they do, like right? If they win the division, I don't know. It's hard to point to uh, Diggs being the reason they won the division, right? It's more that the... Because Diggs has been great. I mean, he's been one of the five yeah. or six best receivers, but Jefferson, you know, might be a once-a-decade kind of receiver. Yeah, I'm with you. Once a decade, somebody can make Kirk Cousins look good and um, not... <laughs> not uh, two missed point, extra points by Dan Bailey didn't matter. Oh, my God. That Bailey... <laughs> Shot of Bailey and a chaser of Kirk Cousins, and we were in a lot of trouble there with the Vikings money line. Yeah, we were we were on a text thread with multiple people who had bet on the Vikings money line, and in OT we just wanted them to keep running so we didn't have to see Dan Bailey. And I jokingly said at the at the beginning of their drive, like they have to get to the five yard line to be in <laughs> Bailey Ridge. They went past the five yard line. We're still handing off. They yeah. want to bring them in. I was like, they have to get three yards into the end zone and then you can bring <laughs> Bailey out just to high five people. I don't know. <laughs> Bailey, Bailey made the game winning field goal. Nobody congratulated him. They're like, hey, cool, man. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, thanks, asshole. We just had, worked an extra 40 minutes because of you. And then the false start scared the crap out of me because then they had a kick. Uh, they were going to plan on running it in with Cook, right? Poor Dalvin Cook thought he was going to like basically have the week off this week. He had like yeah. 15 carries in overtime. He had 32 carries. That's not good. Yeah. For At least eight carries. in the overtime. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, I think Jefferson versus Herbert, I find it hard to, like if Jefferson, if the Vikings made the playoffs, their mm-hmm. seventh seed and, and the Chargers go three and 13 or four and 12, something like that. I think Jefferson's going to be the rookie of the year. They could do it. It's tightened up. He was minus 1,200, Herbert, going into today. Uh, that's got to be down to minus 550. I don't know. If yeah. that team goes like uh, 4 and 12, does he run away with it? I'm betting Jefferson tomorrow. All right. The other thing we had today, we had uh, fantasy football. Um, this was a deciding week for anybody who's in a conventional league. There are a couple murderers. Mm-hmm. Herbert was just an absolute serial killer today. I think he, in our league, he finished with like six and a half points, killed our friend Lewis K. Right. Um, Derek Henry was another one who's disappointing. Kyler Murray, a little disappointing. Who else? Um, let's see. Well, I guess uh, Taysom Hill wasn't disappointing. He was good for, uh, are people starting him? They're starting. Yeah. You oh, understand man. he's a Swiss army knight. <laughs> if I have to hear that one more time, that Taysom Hill is a Swiss Army knife, like what? What does he do? He, he throws and he runs. What part? What are the five parts of a Swiss Army knife? Like a lot of quarterbacks throw and run and do it better than he does. But he had a good jo- a day. I'm not going to pick on him. Um, who was uh, who was a fantasy killer? I guess Russell Wilson was a fantasy killer. Oh yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't. That do was so good, great. right? Mahomes uh, didn't do as good as he normally does. I don't know if you would start. Well, Rivers wasn't bad. No, yeah, there weren't too many. Oh, speaking of announcers. Yeah, there's this epidemic now of announcers saying somebody doesn't get enough credit, mm-hmm. which I think Mark Jackson started. Mark Jackson popularized because that was every NBA game. He was just talking about LeBron James doesn't get enough credit for being a good passer and stuff like that. Right. Today I heard it. I heard the best one yet. Chris Carson caught a screen pass and he ran like six yards. <laughs> and they're showing the replay, and the announcer goes, "Chris Carson just doesn't get credit." 
for how good of a pass catcher he is. He has a good crowd. I'm like, wait, wait, who's having Chris Carson conversations? Wait, should, should we should we work on that? Maybe on Monday at one o'clock, I'll have a Chris Carson conversation, trying to give him credit. Yeah, be, well, didn't he miss a month? I think last week was his first time back in a month. Chris Carson, who's having who's talking about him for three minutes? How much credit should he get? Right. I don't right. know. You so that was you decide one. So, how much credit we should, we should give him. Yeah. So people listening, if if any announcer over the next couple of weeks can top that one for somebody who didn't get enough credit. Uh, That's a good know. one. That's a tough cross one. Cross-off teams. So we have to redo the cross-offs. Yeah, we pack. crossed off the Giants. People are really upset. <laughs> and the Patriots. We crossed off two teams <laughs> that now have to be uncrossed. All right. So it's, it's a wacky year. We we reserve the right to uncross, I think. Yeah. So I, I basically started over. Here's the, here are the cross-off teams now. Giants, Jets, Jaguars, Bengals. Oh, Giants are out. We <laughs> yeah. crossed the Giants off first. Uh, Jets, Jaguars, Bengals, Texans, Chargers, Panthers, Bears, Lions, Falcons, and I think today we crossed off the Broncos. Yeah, we could cross off the Broncos. So I think that's our list. Everyone <laughs> else, I looked, I looked carefully. Everyone else is still alive, including your terrible team. We could do two. I think we could do back-to-back NFC East teams in the next two weeks. Wait, yeah, when can we do a loser leaves town match with anybody? We could do Eagles, Washington team, or uh, my team. Two of the next uh, two in two weeks. Two of Which, those out of those four teams, what would be the worst team to root for? Because I think it's the Eagles. The Wentz thing is appalling. Did you see? You, I mean, everyone's talked about the fifty-nine million dollar cap figure, but right, yeah. Um, just going forward, I don't know what you do with that because. They should clearly play Jalen Hurts the rest of the way. I don't know if they will, but you can't get off the Wentz thing, and he's just like this albatross that hangs over you now. The Philadelphia Eagles in itself, and you said it, like Nick Foles. I, you know, I, I, I hate to say that Patriots fans are tortured, but you did say this guy was good for six weeks. I did. And I said that in our text right today. We caught him one of those weeks. You caught him one or two of those weeks, I guess, if you count the Super Bowl period. And I'm starting to feel that way with Wentz. He only doesn't last till December. Only a couple of Decembers he made it this far. And then um, we're seeing, I don't know, is it a thing where the quarterback gets too much credit if he's good and too much shit if he's bad? Is that what's going on with Wentz? Or is he really, really that bad? And there's no oh, way he's, he's going to be No, bad. he's terrible. Yeah. He's been awful the whole year. But then, so what is it with Hurts? Why didn't he come in? Was he really just not ready? I mean, he wasn't great today either. He brought them back against a prevent defense but i guess he has to start is he five for 12 109 one interception one touchdown 29 something rushing. like that yeah, i don't know Foles Foles was eight and two in 2013 he I mean, was four and one during that 2018 stretch and then three and oh in the playoffs so he's had two good two-month stretches and other than that, has been mediocre or worse. I think he just has a maniacal giggle. He just goes through life giggling like just a like a a madman at what he's uh, accomplished. I don't find it funny at all. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, we're gonna do guest lines. So let's take one more break. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel makes it easy to find and place your bets. Great odds on all different betting markets. Unique fun bet types like same game parlays. An exclusive always-on promotions tool. You get more action out of every game day. If you win, they even get you winning safely in as little as 24 hours each week. FanDuel Sportsbook giving new users NFL odds boosts on the most relevant matchups of the week. 
this week, new users can get 15 to 1 plus 1,500 odds on either the New England Patriots or Los Angeles Rams in the Thursday night game. Just place a bet up to $5, went up to 75 I would recommend the Patriots. We're going to go into that when we talk about the game. I really think they can beat the Rams this week. If you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started. Be sure to sign up with promo code BS so they know I sent you. FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code BS. Must be 21 plus present in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa, Tennessee. Must wager on designated boost market. Deposit required. Max bonus $75. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700 in Colorado. 800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 800-GAMBLER in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois. 800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. And by the way, before we get to guest the lines, wanted to mention that there's a new rewatchables coming on Monday night. If you like football, which you probably do because you're listening to this, the program with me and Kyle Brandt and Ryan Rossillo. A lot of testosterone in that podcast. It's uh, coming late Monday night, so be ready for that one. All right, let's do guest lines. Thursday night game, Rams-Patriots. I've been waiting for the Patriots to come to LA to play road games for a long time. Uh, and it finally happens that it's a pandemic. Um, couldn't see them this week. Won't see them Thursday night unless somebody sneaks me in in a disguise. Why don't we um, just hang out in the parking lot? We'll figure something out. To, to get arrested? Yeah. Um, I don't love this matchup for the Pats. Mm-hmm. I think the Rams defense is really, really good. I think they can run the ball. I just think they're a good team. I, you know, wh- Whether they're the third, fourth, fifth best team in the NFC, I don't know, but I think they're good. Mm-hmm. I have the Rams favored by four and a half over the Pats. That's exactly what I had. And we went too light. Six and a half, they're making it. So that's a Thursday night thing. That's why it's so high, you're saying? Yeah, because the Pats played and four uh, days later they have to stay over there. They must have decided that was worth two extra points. Well, we have to trust Jared Goff on three days rest? I don't know if that's the way to look at it. But yeah, that must be why it's so high. I like the vibe of this Pats team. And again, I, I am a guy who has bet against them and lost twice this season mm-hmm. and thought they were terrible. But there's yeah, And you crossed them off. Worse than that. Worse you know, than it turns out Sal, you know who doesn't get enough credit for being a good coach? Bill who? Belichick. Well, this is why. When you were saying, who did you just say earlier is going to get coach of the year? Who did you say has to get it? I forget. Um, who did you just say? Well, we said Tomlin or Stefanski. Oh, Stefanski, you were saying. I'm, yeah. I'm with Bill. I, I, even if he doesn't make the playoffs at eight and eight, I've we've talked about this. The most COVID opt outs, just garbage, garbage. You were praising Gunner, for God's sakes. He's the third most talented uh, uh, skill position player on the team. You're doing sad. 10 minutes on Damian Harris. Um, Wikipedia is just like, all right, guy, just come back later. We'll have something for you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what, what you have a quarterback that doesn't throw for 100 yards. If they go eight and eight and don't make the playoffs, it's Belichick who hasn't won the award in a decade. The Boston Globe has this uh, good writer named Chad Finn who's been there for a while and a nice guy who always tries to write like, you know, more thoughtful type of sports pieces. He annihilated Nikhil Harris Saturday. <laughs> wrote this whole piece about how he's one of the biggest busts in Patriots history. Mm. And my dad and I were like, wow, if Chad Finn turns on somebody on the Patriots. You know the guy's a bust. That's funny. He caught a touchdown today. I couldn't believe it. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry did? It was almost, yeah, it was almost like they were intentionally trying Take to. Take that, go to Chad. Him. Yeah. But um, 
No, though Colin was 100% justified. My dad and I are on the phone trying to figure out all the things he could have even thrown in beyond mm-hmm. what he had. But um, but yeah, Belichick, if if coach of the year was like you had to give speeches explaining mm-hmm. why you thought you were the coach of the year, Belichick would have to start with, look, my quarterback can't complete a 10-yard pass. Right. And I'm six and six. Yeah, yeah. Did you think it was <laughs> right, though, when he was leaving the bus? He was leaving L.A. today. He said... He said, screw you, snowflakes, to the security guards and just took off. He hates California. He, was he just didn't so happy say to, that. He didn't? You're making, you're right, making stuff up. up. Come on. <laughs> he <laughs> must have been happy to win 45 nothing against a soft California team. It's like, we're out I'll tell here. you this. That I feel better about the Rams game based on how that second half went where they got to rest guys. And like yeah. the fact that Harris only had 16 carries, I think, was huge. Because the only way they're going to beat the Rams is – if Harris throws the, throws the team on his back. Why don't I'm you interview you. Cam this week? Why don't you find out where they're staying? I'll find out where they're staying. It's a Fox game. And go interview them. They're Belichick's all, they're the guy. All, they're here all week. Well, yeah. Will he talk to you? I would just want to nerd out. With, I wouldn't ask him anything about like the team, anything he wouldn't answer. It'd be all nerdy stuff. Like, who's the, who's the best safety you ever saw? Stuff like I know he wants to talk about that stuff. Don't ask him that. Who cares? No, he wants to. He wants to just tell five minute Ed Reed stories. That's what. That's the point of life. Is that Sunday marquee game? Yeah. Chiefs at Miami. Uh, I hadn't looked at this. Yeah, I go Chiefs at Miami. I think you're right. I have the Chiefs favored by six over Miami. So you're picking that. I'm sorry. I got this exactly right. I think it's the only one I got exactly right. I said seven and a half. Okay. But so that's better than Arizona Giants, Minnesota, Tampa Bay. I just think when there's no marquee game, if it's Mahomes against another playoff team, it's got to be that. That's got to be the game. Mahomes against Tua. That's fun. Like if you're CBS, where are you sending Romo this week? I'm sending him to Chiefs Miami. Yeah. Well, those other games are uh, NFC games. But yeah, I think that he definitely, they have to go there. Well, look, this is a nice test for Miami because mm-hmm. um, Flores will come up with at least a couple of things to kind of let them hang around. And He's a fighter, Flores. He almost beat the crap out of the whole Bengals I team. I fucking love that guy. God yeah. damn, that was the best. Yeah, I love that so much. He really wanted to fight that dude on the Bengals. Well, that what about great. that maniac? He did the same thing twice. Like, I know. You ever hear of the halo rule? You're not allowed like within three yards of the guy, let alone dumping your helmet into his stomach when he's not looking. They really just can't figure out the punt return rules. Everything they try to make it more safe with like, oh, onside right. kick, we've done this, we've done this. And it's like punt returners, either the guy gets hit too early or – Somebody's trying to hit him right as he's catching it, or as he's catching it, the guy's one yard away. And it seems yeah. like we don't care about these people at all. It's the dumbest thing. We're going to see a point where it's just the punter, it's the snapper, and guys rushing, and we're going to see where the ball lands. Nobody's going to be back there. It's going to be like three Mississippi on Thanksgiving and the yeah, family right. Thanksgiving game. Mm-hmm. You I still have Flores. your blitz. You still have your blitz. It's three Mississippi, except you have one blitz. <laughs> <laughs> what coach? What coach are you most jealous of? If you could steal a coach from any team, who would you steal? You could have him for the next 10 years. I don't want to say uh, – I think I have to say judge, and here's why. Mm. I mean, Jerry Jones is in trouble. This judge could be real – he could be. He could dominate this division for a little bit. 
because he's winning in spite of Jason Garrett, who I'm going to kill everybody who's like, oh, Mike McCarthy. How do you like How do you like your Mike McCarthy? I bet you like Jason Garrett back. Like, he's, his offense is 15th in the conference. There's only 16 teams in the conference. Even Jimmy Johnson said it on Fox. He's like, oh, Jason Garrett doing a great job with the Giants. Like, no, he isn't. Yeah, they, they can't even the get to 20 points. No, yeah. they, they ran the ball today. They did great. But, yeah, they don't score points. So I don't know. So uh, I, when I say Joe Judge, I'm, uh, it's, it's twofold. So I would say him. It, it would be fun if they had Saquon. I'm the most jealous of Flores. I love that guy. Oh, you I, are. I, yeah, I, I loved him when he was on the Pats. I love what he's done in Miami. And mm. they, to me, it's like him and Tomlin are my two are my two favorites. Tomlin's been around for a while now. But Flores, like, I really think he can build something with Miami. And when a coach does something like that, like those the guys are going to fight for him forever mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I um, just, I'm not as excited about Miami or Arizona as I was like three weeks ago. You know, if those teams are going to make the playoffs. The Tua thing, Mike Gesicki. What are we? What, what's who are we going to root for? Well, yeah, one thing with Miami though, they—I mean, how many running backs did they lose? They had yeah. another guy, Gaskin, was started today. I think they've started different running back five weeks. Yeah, in he around. did well today. Yeah, ninety yards, I think. The watchables. You mentioned it. Cards, Giants. Mm-hmm. I'm betting the Giants. If they if they're underdogs in any conceivable way, I'm betting them. What do you think? So it's either three or two and a half cards, and I'm going to say cards by two and a half over the Giants. Son of a bastard. It is two and a half. I said two. I would have liked to have tied that one if you said three. Uh, two and a I half. love yeah. the Giants. So we don't really have our, many wins on Arizona's schedule the rest of the way. If you love the Giants, they play the Rams again. It's going to be in L.A. They're, they're, yeah, but here's the thing. They're, they're kind of done now, now Arizona. If Kyler's not going to run anymore, they're done. Right. Right. It's like if you if you were had the Rockets and it was like, yeah, James Harden's not going to shoot threes anymore. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. They're going to mm-hmm. suck. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think they're done, and I think he's hurt. And we've he's seen done. it. We see this every year. There's always a quarterback who's hurt. We know he's hurt. They always say he's fine, and then the season ends, and it's like, oh, yeah. he had to get surgery for his shoulder. It's like Cam Newton that year. He'll no, get no, something. he's fine. He's fine. I know he's not fine. I have a fucking television. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, he got something tweaked in his shoulder in February. Yeah, he's went, okay. Went, he'll went he'll to play Hawaii. out of it. World-renowned surgeon. Yeah. Uh, next game, Bucks vikings mm-hmm. I have this one for a variety of reasons. One is this feels like a classic put the Bucks in a tease and they're losing by 10 in the second quarter and you start freaking out <laughs> game. Um, Cousins versus Brady. I don't know which guy is going to suck, but it'll be one of them. Right. And, uh, and the Bucks. It's it's crazy, but it looks like they're almost guaranteed to be a playoff team. They're seven and five, and they have Minnesota at Atlanta, at Detroit, Atlanta left. So if they get through this game, they win this. They're good. They're gold. Yeah, they're they're going to be eleven and five, and that, I don't think any of us like the Bucks that much. But I had the Bucks by seven at home over the Vikes. Uh, yeah, you get it. I said five and a half. It's six and a half. Mm. Um. Yeah, this is uh well, but you like Minnesota in this spot better than giving seven to the Jaguar or nine to the Jaguars or seven to Carolina at home. Those that's where they fell, right? When they're laying that many points. This is this is kind of where they could sneak up on a Tampa team that has a bye. Not sure totally Bruce Arians is doing the right thing to get them prepared for this. Yeah, it is funny. There's certain teams where you just like them as a touchdown yeah. underdog. Right. I'm with you. Next one, Raiders Colts. It's in Vegas. 
you know, if the Colts had lost that Houston game, I would say this was a loser leaves town match, but mm-hmm. I don't think we can say that. I have uh, the Raiders by two and a half over the Colts. Well, it's funny because I use this as an example how I'm always wrong with the Colts. Like they'll play a team, they're kind of about the same, and they go on the road and they're favored by three for reasons unknown. I said they'd be favored by two. They are favored by three, the Colts on the road. I said the Raiders by two and a half. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the Colts the are favored by three? Colts are favored by three. Uh, that's stupid. Romo might do this game, Romo Nance. Do you think, you think Casey Miami over this? I don't agree with that line at all. The Colts are always favored on the road, unless they go to like to the Because Jacobs, Jacobs is playing next week. He is. People yeah. who care about fantasy. Uh, last one for watchables. I, I don't know why... I almost think I should take this off. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me see what you're thinking here. I don't know why I put this in the watch. I don't even know. I can't even imagine. New Orleans, Philly. Who are you thinking of? I I had 49ers, Washington. Oh. (laughs) Nine and 13 combined. Well, there's, there's like legitimate playoff possibilities. Like this is basically a loser leaves town match. Well, they still have to survive Monday, right? They both play Monday. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming I guess I put it in there because I think if the Niners beat Buffalo and yeah. then Washington lost to the Giants twice, so they're a game behind the Giants, they basically can't lose again. Right. So I was thinking this had playoff implications. I'm probably mm-hmm. wrong. I had the uh 49ers favored by six and a half over Washington. I don't know why I went so low. I said three and it's oh oh I get it though. It's four. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm closer. Wow. I'll take that. Vegas, no respect for the Niners. No, I guess they don't. maybe I mean, playing in Arizona freaks people out. Right. All right. Uh, barely watchables. So many. This one is barely watchable. Panthers, Broncos. Could have put this in the poop vector, but mm-hmm. um, there is some fantasy guys in this. Mm-hmm. Didn't want. I didn't want to put any possible fantasy stuff in the poop vector. I had the Panthers by six. Wow. We split this. I had two, and it's four. Okay. Let, let's please not have a single bet tied to this game. Yeah. Done. Next one, barely watchable, Seahawks-Jets. Mm-hmm. You would say, why is this in the poop fecta? I think the Jets are barely watchable every week. Watching them try to uh, tank to go on 16 is compelling. I'm going to say Seahawks by 13. Uh, you're going to get it. I went high. I was mad at the Jets. I said 15 and a half. It's 13 and a half. Okay. Let's see what the score is. It's five. Uh, we're we're knotted up at five. Packers-Lions is our next one. The Lions, we didn't even talk about what a ludicrous game that was. That, I actually lost Stupid. the bet. I had the Bears. I had them and too. And the Patriots parlayed. Uh, and, uh, and I just – I thought it was 30 20 i thought it was done i knew all of a sudden the lions scored i still wasn't paying attention it was the classic red zone trubisky's i'm like what and uh i got trubisky and he was fine the whole game i know i'm a trubisky truther but yeah he got the strip sack and that's it otherwise he didn't turn the ball over but only the bears could be up 10 with three minutes left and lose in regulation um that's another coach who probably um needs to yeah Go on, ZipRecruiter. <laughs> hey, speaking of ZipRecruiter, 
2020 has changed the world of sports. Some teams are adapting by making changes in their stadiums and arenas, while others are letting fans buy virtual seats. These changes have created demand for a wide range of unexpected roles, from plexiglass screen installers to video platform support specialists. Whether you have hiring needs for new positions like these or positions you're already familiar with, there's only one place to go. It's ZipRecruiter. You can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 top job sites. And then ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds the most qualified ones for your job, actively invites them to apply. Four to five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For a variety of industries, ZipRecruiter can help you find the right people for your roles, even with the new rules. ZipRecruiter, it's a hiring game changer. That's why you need to try it for free right now at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Don't miss your chance. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Never guessed the line for this. I made a ZipRecruiter joke. Oh, then, we, then we had to bring in ZipRecruiter. And now uh, Packers-Lions, it's in Detroit. And uh, I don't know how the Lions won. Swift didn't play. Galladay didn't play. It was the classic yet again new coach and they win for the new guy and right. win in a ridiculous game. I had the Packers by a nine in Detroit. Oh, wow. And you get it too. I said five and a half. It's seven and a half. Mm. Wow. Nine. All right. So is that a teaser game or you don't trust Aaron Rodgers in the, in the no, game? I trusted him this week. I enjoyed trusting him. Right. I think chiefs Packers. We put that in tonight. Okay. Who's screwing that up? Well, I don't like that they're both on the road, but they do keep need to keep winning all these. Packers have the division. I'm good we were with that. texting. I'm good with that right now. You check your Twitter replies. I'm never on Twitter. Every year we we talk about there's one week, which is the Michael Conrad Memorial. Uh, let's be careful out there week. And it's either week 13 or week 14 when, yeah. when a lot of big underdogs end up upending teases and parlays. And I think it's week 14. Yeah, and I think 14 was the one we had that that ill-fated three-teamer we talk about with the Dolphins-Patriots that Monday night, right? I think that was... No, I, th- I think that was week 16. Oh, it was 16? Yeah. Oh, all right. Because so it ruined my away, Christmas. Stay away from 13, 14, and 16. That's all you got to do. You'll be fine. <laughs> stay away from every week from 1 through 17. Yeah. <laughs> Next, barely watchable, Saints-Eagles. I would have put this in the poop vector because the Eagles are so atrocious, but I mm-hmm. do feel like they're going to play Jalen Hurts, and I would I do want to see some of that. I have uh, the Saints favored by eight over the Eagles. All right. it's uh, I said five and a half. It's six and a half, so I get that. And that's another teaser game, right? Philly's just free-falling. I don't care who they're taking snaps back there. When was the last time the Eagles covered? Really good. Like, question. have they have they covered in November and December? Were there any preseason games this year? <laughs> no. Peterson Peterson's another one who, you know, well, I, he's got to be another one who won't have a job next year. I think it was Frank Reich, right? Aren't we yeah. seeing that now? It was all Frank Reich. Or Seems like it was Frank, Frank Reich. Reich. I'm gonna uh, say it was did, Frank Reich. When did they cover last? They Cowboy. Let's see. Are you looking at their schedule? Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, did they 23-17 they lost to Seattle? Oh, they lost Monday. Did they cover that game? Oh no, it was in uh Yeah, it was in Seattle, right? Oh, they they had that garbage cover. The line yeah. moved to six and a half. Oh, right. you're right. Yeah, 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 but before that it had been a while. Steve. They they tried. They they almost covered today. They were they had the ball down seven. Last barely watchable is Chargers, Falcons. Chargers mm-hmm. 
Chargers are uh, home. Um, I think it'd be cool if Dan Quinn came out and did the pregame coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> you see Dan uh, Quinn on the sideline with Anthony Lynn? He's <laughs> just like rubbing his shoulders. <laughs> it's not that bad, buddy. We can, we can get I, have, this. I, I don't agree with this line, but I think this is what it's going to be because the Chargers have this weird respect every week, even though they're three and nine. I have the Chargers by one over the Falcons. Uh, my head hurt thinking about this. So I just said pick them. And it's Atlanta by two and a half. God damn it. So who gets it? Me? I, I, it's, my head it. still hurts. Okay. You All get right. it. I got it. Atlanta by two and a half. We should wow. probably not bet this one either. <laughs> Please. Falcons <laughs> were frisky today. I know. I they, think had a, Saints... they had a bunch of chances to win that game or screw up the yeah. Saints minus two and a half, and they didn't. I had I actually bet the Saints today. They keep you in every game. They they play tough um, every week, and uh, they had a, a monster rushing day, didn't they? Yeah, Kamara at eighty eight, Hill had eighty three, two oh seven rushing. The Falcons are going to have one of those seasons that will be studied by scientists a hundred years from now, trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> um, the poop factor: three games. First one is Bears Texans. It's in Chicago. Trubisky has elicited a strange emotion from the Bears fans. They're now lying to people in their lives about how they're actually happy the Bears lost today. Yeah. Like when he gets that, no, no, it was good. It was good that we lost that. Right. It's a good outcome. It's what we wanted. Well, now Heard they have multiple face, Bears fans saying that today. They have to face Watson, who they passed up in the draft, right? So that's always fun when they come to town. At least there's no fans there, really. You know, the Bears, they don't get enough credit for passing up Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes. <laughs> should be brought up every minute. Let's give them credit for that. <laughs> Finally. Uh, I have, God. I, I'll, I'll tell you what I did first. I said, again, I didn't want to hurt my head. I said, pick them. What do you think? All right. I really wanted to have Houston favored, and then I thought about all the games Houston's lost this year, and it seemed inconceivable to have them as a road favorite, so I had the Bears minus one. Oh, I'm doing well with these pickums. It's Houston minus one and a half. Jesus, fucking stupid. That's another one. Bet on that game. You have a gambling problem. Yeah, no, that's it, it. You can't. And bet. Sal and I have a gambling problem, and we wouldn't bet on exactly. that. Exactly. Man, that game. You know, there will be a couple fantasy guys in that game. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's a um, bunch. Your favorite, Cole Komet, one of them. <laughs> Cole, Cole K. <laughs> uh, Two more. Cowboys, Bengals. It's in Dallas. What is this? This is a poop factor game? The Red Rifle coming back to town? This back is to the definition. This is like a diarrhea sewage leak factor. Oh, no. no. I had the Cowboys by two and a half over the Bengals. Uh, we split this. I had three and a half. It's three. Wow, that's awful. That's fair. That's as fair as it gets. What happened to Cincinnati? I thought they were driving before the half to go up on Miami. And then... Uh, and then Miami had the ball at the goal line. I, I wasn't watching what happened. That, that quarterback's not very good. I'm not sure the Bengals coach is good. Yeah. Because you look at what, you know, Burrow got hurt. and We watched Burrow for 10 weeks worrying that he was going to get hurt because he was mm. getting the shit kicked out of him. And it was like, maybe don't get Joe Burrow hurt. Should have been the goal of the year. Yeah. Right? We're you trying to make the playoffs? Like, you're not making the playoffs. Like, I don't know. He Sean, took McVay, a lot of hits. Sean McVay loves that guy. He loved him. Mm. Well, he'll be, he'll be rehiring him in about a year. They have 40 yards rushing a game. Like, I don't know what's what's exciting. Without, without, um, uh, who am I even thinking of? Who's the Bengals running back? 
What's the matter? Mixon. Yeah. Now the Mixon is nothing. Last poop fact, the Titans Jags. Mm-hmm. At the Titans by eight. That's a good number. I said nine. It's six and a half. Mm. That's in Boy, Tennessee. It's, there's there's the too many road. Uh, it's in Jacksonville, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's in Jacksonville. Well, you get it anyway, but don't it seem like there's too many road teams around six and seven that are going to screw yeah. us on a teaser? Way yes. too many. This looks like the week 14. Be careful of week. Eight to nine to eight. Me. Two I'm going to confess something to you right now. Yeah. I don't think this will be a breakout video for the ringer.com. I can't see this getting a lot of hits on Twitter. Which one? The, what I'm about to tell you. Oh, good. I don't even know how they would do a headline for this and how they would cut into video. Mike Glennon, I think, is my favorite of the bad QBs. <laughs> if you don't line them all up and be like, who gives me my best chance to lose in overtime on a game losing field goal? Right. But I kind of feel like it was a spirited effort and he made some plays and mm. the fans of the other team were nervous a couple of times and it was always in danger that he might foil the other team's three team tees. Glennon's like just confident enough that if you close your eyes, you think he might have been like a former first round pick or something. Yeah, not bad. Twenty eight for forty two, two eighty at a touchdown in there. He's not terrible. He's the, I'm telling you, he's not terrible. I don't even know who the competition is because everyone else is like either really good or a middle class quarterback that drives you nuts, like Stafford or Cousins or someone like that. Who's a Who's another one? I'm not going to say. No, that. It'd be it would be the bad guys. I'm talking the like Cincinnati the, uh, quarterback the backups. The, uh, yeah, Allen all those and, dudes. Yeah. All right, I'll go with Glennon. I don't even know who uh, Sam Darnold. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Well, the, the all-time example of this was Case Keenum for years. I, right. like, I kind of like Case Keenum. Yeah, that's true. And that's then true. he actually almost made the uh, conference finals. Yeah, Nick Foles is my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Foles Super is Bowl another champ. one. But is, is there like a difference between Mike Glennon and Nick Foles? I'm not sure. Uh, I think Mike Glennon would smack you in the face if you compared him to Nick Foles. Mm. He's definitely not as hung as Dick Foles. <laughs> Two more games. Sunday night, Bills Steelers, classic. Good one. It's in Buffalo. Yep. I'm a half a point off. I'll tell you that. You need to make up one to time it. I don't think the Bills can be favored, even though the game's in Buffalo, but yeah. I think the line is going to be low. I have it. Steelers by two and a half. Come on. You looked at this one. Did not look at this one. I hate. I'm going to lose now. Did I get I had, it? I had Steelers by two. It's exactly two and a half. Let me rerun these numbers. Six. Seven, it's the right nine, line. Three, four, five, six. Yeah, it's nine to nine, and I was bad on this last line. Leaving it open for you. That's a good game. That's a really. Uh, I mean, I don't. You don't have to hear from me that that's a good game, but I'm excited about that as a Sunday nighter. We talked about the Seattle home field. This is one. I, I don't know how much of a home field would make a difference for this one, but from a viewing experience to a Sunday night Bills and Bills Mafia, all that side, we don't rehash all that. Mm-hmm. Just would have been an awesome atmosphere. This probably would have been the game of the year. Yeah, you're right. And it's not much travel for Pittsburgh, although they're coming off a short week. The Bills had wait, the Bills had a bye this week? No. They didn't have a bye. What did they do? Oh, they had a bye this week. Am I crazy? Oh, they did. I thought just Tampa yeah. and Carolina did. Yeah. Monday night. The Browns, who we probably jinxed but with, by leading the podcast with them. They're playing the Ravens. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. First of all, 
this is such a weird week 13 where all these fantasy matchups are being decided. We're taping our pod. There's still three games left. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them are staggered tomorrow. And then there's another one on Tuesday. So you won't even know, like, if you made your fantasy playoffs until mm-hmm. Tuesday. I had um, to start Trubisky this week because I wasn't sure if Lamar was going to start Tuesday. And even though he was taken off the COVID list, but I just didn't want to chance it. And I should right, and, who, and he might not be even like 80% because the right. COVID has definitely sure. messed up people. So I have the Browns favored by three and a half at home. Oh, yes. I have Browns by two and it's Ravens by one. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That's the line. Can they be the nobody believes in us team two weeks in a row? Oh, my God. I think that Browns are better than the Ravens. Oh, you're taking Cleveland plus seven on a teaser. Like I'm, like, sub- I'm really surprised by that line. You're gonna go crazy. So on that. do you well, think they beat them up? They beat them really bad last time, right? I was gonna say, is that why? It's got to have something to do with it. Baltimore, and and it's more of a kitchen sink game for Baltimore. But five days rest probably shouldn't have been favored. So we split. No, I won. You tied. You won on that? Hell yeah, I did. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I thought two, it was up six, one. Ten to nine. No, you tied it with the last one. Oh, I had fuck. minus two. That's all right. Listen, you have like a five week. No, you have a eight, four, and two now. Oh man, fourteen weeks. I can choke that away. <laughs> That's the plan. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Congratulations. All right, we're going to take a break and then we'll do Parent Corner. All right, it's time for Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer. Whether you're buying or selling, our friends at CarMax are on your side with the seven-day money-back guarantee at CarMax. You've got a full week to decide if it's the right car for you or simply return it for a full refund. No questions asked. And if it's time to sell, stop by CarMax today to get a custom offer on your car, leave with payment in hand, or take a week to think it over. Car buying, car selling, the way it should be. At CarMax. Check them out today. CarMax.com. All right. What do you got, Sal? All right. Your daughter, my son, are about the same age. How's your daughter doing with driving? Oh, terrible. She hasn't even really signed up for the... Right. She's totally slacked. That's where my guy is. Nothing. He, I think he can get a permit now, but he won't. he's not motivated enough to go anywhere and get it. Now, like, nobody wants to go anywhere. Anyway... Um, and my wife took him out driving and she came back. She looked like she had seen 16 ghosts. She was Sam Darnold out. And I was like, what happened? She's like, uh, it was bad. I was like, did he hit anything? She's like, he almost hit everything. He almost like killed a postman. He was like making bad turns. The turning radius is tough. I'm like, why don't you take him to a big parking lot first? Why are we on actual streets with real cars, um, competing? So anyway, uh, that didn't go well. So that's not going to happen anytime soon. And he's got hmm. like four friends he sees. And, you know, it's like everyone's got to be careful now. It's crazy time. So if I was like, okay, if, if it's really just these four friends and you're really the only people you guys are seeing aside from each other's families, then we'll keep this going until shit gets really crazy, which shit's about to get really crazy. So he keeps this going. The problem is they want to see each other all the time. So Friday he's out all day. And I know he can't drive. And I know he's a terrible driver. I wouldn't even let him drive now if, if I could. Uh, and he comes back about 7 o'clock. And he's like, hey, I want to go to so-and-so's house at uh, at 10. I was like, no, fuck. You're in for the night. That's it. I don't want to have to drive. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm rooting some college football game I'm about to lose. I'm in a bad mood. I'm like, I don't want to take you four miles away. He's like, well, here's the thing. You could take me at 10 
or you could take me and, and I'd sleep over or you could take me at six in the morning because we're going to go surfing. And I'm like, get in the car. We're going now. We'll go at 10. I'm not fucking waking up at right. on Saturday. The one day I could sleep in, I'm not waking up at like 540 to get you to a friend's house to surf. That's crazy. So we pack the surfboard in the car. He goes, sleeps over. I'm done with him. I tell my wife, she's like, oh, that's bullshit. This is crazy. Like, And then she's got on her phone, she's got, um, what is it called? Life 360? Life yeah, I told you about yeah, Life you 360. Told me about this. Life, yeah. is, life is over 360. Life yeah. is over for everyone. You can really just spot anyone wherever they oh, are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she wakes up. I tell him, yeah, he's going surfing at six. So we'll just get rid of him the night before. She wakes up like 645. She's like, oh, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, what, 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 what? Like, you're not going to believe this. He's not surfing yet. He's still at his friend's house. I'm like, the whole point of this was so that I could sleep in. And now you're checking, you're like a <laughs> Columbo, like a, this detective. I got to see, like, all right, fine. He lied. And like, like, so then like he ends up not surfing until like 11 a.m. And so it ends up, my wife is really upset about it. I'm like, all right. So I'm just, I think we're at a position where they're just lying to us now. Right. Almost all the time. I think that's where we are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we're not getting sleep no matter what. The the best thing we have is we used to be that age. So we know what starts right. happening around now where yeah. it's just constant fibs and lies. Yeah. Yeah. There's tons of things I wouldn't want my parents to know, but yeah. I don't know why I expect better. <laughs> anyway. That's um, it. Well, the COVID thing, you know, it, it took a t step back to say the least. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and now it's like we're back to square one. And especially in California, they had a shutdown thing that started tonight. And it just seems like, um, you know, we we double dated with you and your wife, what, three weeks ago? We sat outside. Those days mm -hmm. are over. That's it. Um, I know more and more people in my peripheral life who are getting it or their son got it or their brother got it or somebody got it. And it's just like getting scared and scared. And I think everybody's sitting at the point like, fuck that. I'm not going out. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go anywhere. And I think my family is starting to look at each other like we're kind of all good with hanging out 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. so, you know, they say that the pandemic, like the, there's more divorces, stuff like that. I, that's not going to be my family, but we're all kind of just tired of each other. Yeah. So last night I got the idea that we're all going to be stuck together for the next three months. This is the perfect time for us to get a puppy before we're going to do it. We should have a puppy. Well, you this have, what do you have? You have the, a dog, right? Or two? You have two. We have three dogs. Three. Ah. <laughs> but they were all rescue dogs. We never had any of them as like a puppy. We haven't right. had a puppy since Rufus, my beloved mm -hmm. Rufus. Our first two Goldens we had were puppies that we, mm -hmm. you know, did the whole thing. We basically got them in eight weeks. And so one thing leads to another. And my wife had a few drinks in her and, uh, and all of a sudden now we're locking down this puppy for oh, no. Friday. And the whole family had spent this jolt of adrenaline with uh because because we figured out how to pull off a golden. And um we haven't had a golden since Rufus died. Uh. And we we started out with that way and two goldens in a row. I wrote a column about one of them. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we just did rescues. And we never wanted to ever get another puppy again. But the fact that we can't go anywhere for three months, this is actually like the perfect time. We actually have the time we can all like kind of chip in and take yeah, care yeah. of a puppy. Yeah. I want to clean shit all day. I'm home. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Take him for, <laughs> take him out for 20 pisses, all right. that stuff. So, um, 
I can't tell you. It's it's been a, a jolt of electricity to our family. And oh, I never had that. You got it. No, no. This was this was the last twenty four hours. This has happened. So oh, this fr- yeah. this Friday, we're getting the puppy, and now I have something to look forward to. That's not just like <laughs> being in the house with the same three people and the same three dogs. <laughs> it's like a whole new life. I'm so fired <laughs> up. So I urge everyone out there to go adopt a dog. Nice. Go get a dog. I like it's it. It's a new thing. It'll fe- it'll feel like something happened. I'm with you. I was we're in like there. month 10 of the fucking pandemic. Go get a dog. I was sitting there Thanksgiving. I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, same freaking people, better food. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and no Thursday night game. So I don't know. Yeah, get a dog. Yeah, Friday now. night. My, first of all, my wife and I, I think I've watched every movie that's ever come out. Mm-hmm. And we were watching Black Bear with Aubrey Praza, which is actually pretty good, this indie movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then afterwards, she's like, I'm bored. I'm like, I'm bored too. It's a fucking pain. What do you? Ooh. She's like, we never do anything. It's like, what are we gonna do? Would you want to drive around the block? Like, right. there's nowhere to go. You want to teach my so, son how to drive? If you're bored, <laughs> come on. I was out. supposed to go to Arizona for soccer this weekend. It oh, got canceled, it canceled like 24 hours before, so that's done. And my daughter's like, I'm never gonna play soccer again. She's upset. I know it's a bummer, and we're in a race against the vaccine too. Like, it'd be one thing if this thing wasn't coming out till September. Like. Forget it. I'm not. I'm not beating the deadline. I'm. I'm going to get this thing before September. But there's a chance we could not get it. Right. So you got to obey the rules. Son of. A it's going to go to healthcare workers first, which it should. Yeah. And then to people over ninety. Right. No, seventy. Whatever. Yeah. My yeah. dad's like, I'm in the second group. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad barely could figure out how to get COVID tested a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I know he was standing in a drafter like. Uh, is Anthony Lynn getting it there? Oh, he already had it, so he's all right. I think Anthony Lynn's been running the pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is crazy. This is, what's today's date? It's December. Know, December 6th. December 6th, so we're we're coming in on month 10. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting a dog. Fuck it. We, now we're going to have four <laughs> dogs. I can't believe you're like outnumbered at your house, but by canine to human. Or well, we same, figured right? like... Uh, Olivia is going to die at some point soon. The little dog that I don't like that much. So yeah. then we'll be back down to three. So she'll be, she can be a salary kept casually. Well, I, <laughs> I have a different thing. We adopted one in April. He had gotten, yeah. his dog had gotten hit by a car in Mexico. And he's like, you know, he's like cross-eyed. He like limps. He's a total mess. You know, we take him for a walk. He's By the way, you're, you're underselling this dog. This is like probably the greatest dog I've ever met. And and part really? of the reason we want to get another dog. Yeah, Dave. You named Dave. him Dave. Super Dave. Yeah, I named him Super yeah. Dave after Super Dave Osborne. But he's on his feet probably 40 minutes out of 24 hours. He's on all fours. He's barely a dog. He doesn't do anything. And now he's not eating and everyone's freaking out. He hasn't, oh, eaten. No. He hasn't eaten in two days. And I looked at him like, listen to you, motherfucker. Everyone's depressed enough. You can't, don't you dare die on us. Yeah, don't you don't mess with us. Survive until the uh, Q2 of 2021. And then we can make arrangements for your uh, funeral. But he's got to stick uh, stick with it. That's the problem. They, they got to stay alive. Your dog that you adopted, Dave, um, <laughs> Dave. who was in a very major car accident and yeah. barely survived. And it's fair to say might have a screw loose. Sure. Um. Just a great look on his face. <laughs> I love them. My kids love that dog. They, they did? Like that one. Oh, yeah. Dave was a big hit with the, with uh, my right. fam. You may end up with five dogs then, if you like them that much. <laughs> now, this, I never wanted four dogs, but you know what? Really looking forward to Friday. 
I'll put, I'll put a picture on uh, Instagram. Please do. Yeah. Yeah. We're, now we're thinking of names. It's like a whole new energy in our house. Oh, right. Is it a boy? Yeah. You know if it's a boy or girl? Yeah, it's going to be a boy. Oh, so you're going to go. Uh, wow. What should you do? No, I, I'll, I'll reveal the name next week. I'm going we to name you Dwayne Harris. After the greatest running back, Damian Harris. Damian Harris. Damian. Oh, because Damian's a good name. Damian's a good dog. Throw that one in. Yeah. (laughs) I actually was seriously thinking about Mookie because then Mookie would stay in my life after the fucking Red Sox traded him. At least I would have a Mookie in my life. Mookie's good, but you got to remember the the other Mookie that killed you uh, 35 years ago. Well, that's why. That's another reason why I can't happen. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I'll reveal the name next week. All right. But yeah, exciting. people depressed about the pandemic. Just go get a dog. It'll, yeah. it'll lighten, it, lighten up <laughs> the mood for three, four weeks. All right. That was Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer. It's car buying, car selling the way it should be. Check them out today at CarMax.com. Uh, Cuz, what do you have to plug? Uh, Fox Bet Live, 5 p.m. Eastern on FS1. Actually, 4.30 tomorrow, but 5 p.m. usually on FS1. I am the king of the week. Extra Points Podcast Network. Listen to a bunch of sports gambling podcasts on there. Against All Odds, Crew and I will go over uh, most of the games that Bill and I just hit uh, for week 14. And, oh, I have my book, You Can't Lose Them All. Uh, You could pre-order on Barnes & Noble. Mm. And what's the other one? Amazon, right? Yeah, you can Amazon. I've heard of Amazon. Yes, yes. That's a big one, too. Now, I bet my publisher that I would get to 1,000 pre-orders, and I'm so confident, Bill, that I'm going to do this, that I'm donating $10 for every pre-order, every pre-sale from now until January to World Kitchen. You help me work this out. $10 per pre-order, hoping to get 1,000, so that would be $10,000. They represent Chefs for America. They're partnering with restaurants to help meet the demand for providing jobs for their staff and meals for those in need. You've donated to them, right? World Kitchen. Yeah. You've done it. 30 million meals served. Just buy my book. You can't lose them all. And uh, yeah, people will get to eat. Not a good deal. You get good gambling stories. Stories. Yeah. Basically, it's this podcast come to life. That's all it is. Yeah. Who? What friend of yours is in the book the most? Am I in the top three? I would say you're in the top three, Harry, and probably Daniel, our friend Daniel. Oh, my There's God. There's a lot. There's a lot of stories where you and Daniel are in the same way. I compare your two ways of playing blackjack. He would go, he'll go three hands. If he loses, he's out and we don't see him. You'll play throughout the night at the same table. They're lifting your legs to vacuum at six in the morning. That kind of thing. Daniel is probably a top three, our most fun friend. Yeah. Top two. For sure. And least fun person to play blackjack with, but then also takes it personally when you tell him this. <laughs> it's like, my job's to make money, buddy. I'm not here to entertain you. But he says that about you too, right? He's like, oh, Bill's smoking and he's serious and he's not funny. I don't know. I think you're both amusing. <laughs> you're just sick. <laughs> I'm going to go get a dog. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to go read Damien Harris's Wikipedia page again. Cuz, good there job you by you. Good job by you, Billy. That's it for the podcast. Sorry about the audio issues from my end. I'll make it up to you with a couple more awesome podcasts this week. The program on the Rewatchables feed on Monday. Two more podcasts in this feed, Tuesday and Thursday. And then a new book of basketball podcast on Wednesday. Don't forget about TV Concierge on Spotify. And don't forget to subscribe to Ringer Dish if you love the challenge for me and Jacoby. Uh, We have a little treat for you. So that's it. See you in a couple days. Stay safe.